Welcome to The Digital Customer, where we share strategies, insights, and tactics to help you grow your organization and improve your digital customer experience. Hi guys, today I want to talk about some amazing ways that you need to be thinking about the future of digital commerce, especially Amazon's acquisition of Whole Foods, sorry, they've taken over Whole Foods recently and it's actually not only going to affect just the industry of food, the food market for example, but it's actually going to influence the way the shopping experience will work for a lot of customers, right? So where we're used to going on Amazon for your books and your electronics and you know, maybe some of your vitamins and stuff like that. You're actually seeing where Amazon is expanding their product catalog into the food market because they want to get a slice of that billion dollar plus action. So really, we're in this space now where as customers are really seeing there's other locations and other areas or other ways that you can buy something like through Amazon, you know, like I don't personally, you know, buy my food online like a lot of people do, they get their food delivered to their house. I actually like the experience of going to the supermarket and buying my food. But imagine now the convenience. What if I'm in a location where, you know, using Amazon is actually more convenient than driving miles? You know, where I'm living actually here in London, you know, my local supermarket is five minutes away from my house. And sometimes I like the time away from the home to go to the supermarket. I'm kind of like a weird person though. I can't even lie. <laughs> I actually like the experience of going to the supermarket. Whereas my wife, she actually likes the experience of going to, you know, buy some clothes from an H&M or a Zara or something like that. But me... Boy, take me to a Tesco and I'm feeling happy. But <laughs> let's get into today's show. And today I'm talking about the future of online shopping primarily and how, you know, Amazon, are we ready to fight them? Are you ready not just to fight them, but are you prepared for how it's going to change? Are you actually prepared for how it's going to influence what customers' expectations should be? So the first thing I want to talk about is not only loyalty, but how your membership and your loyalty plan should be connected together. So the key thing that I want you to pay attention to is with your loyalty plans for your for your business is to think about where your membership you want to focus on a key selection of your best customers but with your loyalty program it's all about thinking about the conversion of those customers as well so the number one point i want to start with is thinking about how you can use user accounts the power and the potential of your user accounts and re the rewards that you give them along the way so if you think about Amazon, their strongest feature is their prime membership and their prime membership is actually incredible. You know, they've got 40 million prime users, majority of whom are active online shoppers. Like these are people that are busy. I am an Amazon prime user. So for any of you out there who are Amazon prime users, boy, I can't even lie to actually open up the app find something, click buy now, swipe to the right and boom, it's done. That's like one, I open the app. To search find a product. Once I find a product, I literally might read a couple of customer reviews. I've already done. But actually, to be honest, I'm the type of person that when I've gone through YouTube, um, I buy a lot of books and electronics. By the way, guys, it's just this kind of shopper I am. You know, when I've gone through my reviews on YouTube, or I actually just know what I want. When I go to Amazon, it's literally just an open the app and buy now kind of process. But the fact that they've made the process so seamless and so simple and so quick is something that even for your e-commerce store, you need to pay attention to. Making the customer, you know, buying process really simple, and really quick will influence the way that people will come back if they will return to your store. But I'll cover that in another show. But when you look at it, right? 40 million Prime users, they have 22 times higher engagement than the average Amazon shopper. Do you know what I'm saying? And the conversion rates of these prime users, you know, in regards to because I'm already paying a membership, 
of course I'm going to shop more predominantly on your store because I am I'm actually paying to be a member of your of your of your store definitely harness the power of using accounts like if somebody was to sign up to your store what extra benefits or rewards could you give them for being a part of your membership you need to think about that because this could be a big financial generator for your store and the reason why this is so important to think about is you know they say it's always easier to sell to somebody who's already bought from you rather than to sell to somebody brand new and with changes to like facebook's newsfeed and these other things that's happening in the social sphere it's going to change how quickly you can use Facebook ads or leverage Facebook ads to get your product before your directed customer. And for me as a designer, as I begin to understand the demographics and the stats around how things are changing on these e-commerce platforms, it's also influencing the way that I should begin to design. So you're, you know, you know, stores, grocery stores, anything like that, where you have membership by offering attractive loyalty programs, you'll definitely see boosting conversions. And using memberships, programs for your key customers also get, brings loyalty as well so it's connecting the two together and seeing how it can work for you and your business all right the second thing i want to talk about is how you build and retain an active audience of shoppers so how are you actually going to go about doing that the thing i want you to remember is that targeted marketing can nurture loyalty of an entire generation so you need to think about tailoring the digital experience to specific and an active audience. Don't try and market to everybody. Think about who your core customers are within your demographic. And even through the way that you reach out to them, through the way you design your platform, how do you build and retain active audience and active audience you want to think this year in 2018 about an more and more of an active audience but there's three things i want you to focus on and number one is encouraging the people your customers right to create an account that will ensure that when they visit or when they return those return visits that will actually re reduce your bounce rate now think about that if you reduce your bounce rate right that means you have people on your site for longer you can do cross sales, upsells, you can market to them even better. You can give giveaways, coupons, and you can reach that audience a lot better. So that comes down to when you're marketing your content, are you using retargeting effectively? And is the conversion on your site really done well so that when these people return to your site, there is something that can make them convert quickly. The design is actually ready for them to purchase as well. The second thing I want you to focus on, right, is to reward those members, right, with some key discounts and definitely look at the shipping rates that will greatly encourage conversion so the lower the shipping rate <laughs> the higher the conversion i know it's a simple i learned this from kiss metrics uh there's an amazing article on there um i'll try and link it up in the show notes but you know if you can lower your shipping rates you will increase conversion definitely reward those members with discounts who shop from you more the third thing i would say is definitely to retain and build high value for those active audiences right so those active audiences that consistently keep coming back think about how you can maintain and give them high value over and over again and think about focusing your marketing efforts and streamlining the shopping experience so that those active shoppers see what benefits that you're giving to them that's not just with rewards and coupons and things like that but maybe in their membership area they're able to access content or some different types of upgrades promotional material whatever it may be that nobody else is able to access but these premium members or these members who are consistently shopping with you the most. So the first thing I wanna mention is that you need to know who you're supplying to. You need to know your customers, <laughs> you know, they say better than you know yourself. I was listening to a, you know, interview with Jeff Bezos and he said that you literally need to one, listen to customers, two, 
innovate for customers and three exceed and and even go beyond their wildest expectations but don't go too far but go far enough so that it keeps them coming back and one of the biggest assets that amazon have is their curated product suggestions for its users and you can think about it right within a few clicks you know the amazon site will throw up a series of suggested items based upon what other users are you know buying along the way this is so amazing and with similar history or potential similar demographics ending up buying the more you search the more fine-tuned these suggestions have become and i'm telling you guys like the granted you know amazon has access to almost an amazing amount of data on every shopper on their platform and imagine because they've got that recorded data about the shoppers on their platform the machine learning and artificial intelligence can better understand trends and patterns not only of the way you shop but also of other people that shop amongst specific products so what I would suggest for a lot of e-commerce brands this year is to really pay attention to not only how you record your data but how you can surface your data to give your team better insights to suggest programs product features website upgrades changes to the site that are literally customer consumer centric brands that are not focusing on their data or utilizing their data in the best way will definitely see a decrease in sales not because maybe their products worse or anything like that but because they're not understanding their consumer in the best way they possibly can and the data-driven understanding of user engagement is the first step to designing a personalized shopping experience and that's really what people want it's like i know as a shopper maybe i'm thinking differently because i'm in this space but I actually want to go on Amazon and I want them to suggest to me things that I haven't even thought about, but I would love to read. So in a sense, I like the personalized experience because it makes me feel like not only am I getting value because they're suggesting to me other books and things like me personally, I love to read about personal development and, and leadership and things like that, right? So if they can suggest to me other books that have really interesting to me then of course i'm gonna buy it like recently i read i read this book sorry not, not to divert but i've got to talk about it. it's a good book called the e-myth the e-myth or the entrepreneurial myth and it's such a fantastic book and i was like i didn't even know about it before heard it on a podcast then when i was searching on amazon it was suggested to me as, as well in my audiobooks search when i was in the audible app and i was like whoa better buy that one then so that's how they get to me so the second thing I want to speak to you about is the power of your wish list and knowing how to use it effectively. You see me, I'm the type of person, not only do I love the wish list, but if you wanted to buy me something special, definitely open up my Amazon app. I'll give you my password and you can go on there and you can literally check out my wish list. You know, when a study was done of some of the Amazon shoppers, they found that 84% of people spent a higher amount of time on the wish list or in their wish list section rather than they spent on any other page on the site what does that say to you people sometimes you know like window shopping back in the day you know you'd walk up and down the high street and you'd window shop that's what we're doing on amazon i personally am an avid amazon window shopper and when i'm ready i just go on amazon if i know i got paid i don't need to even search for new products i just go to my wish list and buy something that i've saved for later on so literally making it simple for people add to add something to the wish list, um, making it very clear the importance, even promoting um, or doing promotional or marketing about the power of your wish, the wish list on your store and maybe using some of the data that you're collecting on how people are utilizing the wish list through your store could even be a different strategy in 2018 of how you can get more people just onto your site, onto your store, checking out your content and your products. 
So, you know, if you create and allow people to share their wish lists, which is amazing. You know, not only that, I can share my wish list. I might have some private ones, as you know, in Amazon, you've got private, private wish lists, but actually saying, hey, share this wish list. You know, you might share it, share it to a husband, a wife, a friend, social media, however it may be. It can increase returning customers because I'm the type of person, I love my wish list. I'm going back there all the time, right? And it doubles the conversion rate because I'm returning back onto the platform and then I'm buying what I put into my wish list. This is amazing and can increase your revenue for your business. So the two takeaways that I want to give you for this now is one, you need to digitally listen, pay attention, customer reviews, customer surveys, pay attention to your consumers, your customers and identify their behaviors, identify the trends, the patterns and translate this knowledge into a seamless, personalized shopping experience, you know, personalized experience all the way. The second thing I want to say is a key takeaway is to provide your consumers with the option to quickly and easily set up user-friendly shareable wish lists. So those wish lists that they can share will be a powerful thing for you in your business. So think about it. When you want to convert your customers, you want to keep them happy. So in section three, I want to talk about how the converted ones are the happy ones. So what I mean by the converted ones are the happy ones is when you're when you're number one, like when you're streamlining your digital experience and you're making your interfaces um, amazingly designed as a digital brand, you're constantly benchmarking how their user experience on these bigger platforms like your ASOS is your Amazons and so on and so forth are being improved on a consistent daily basis. And businesses today have the luxury of standing on the shoulders of the giants of the past, right? So they know now what works and what doesn't work and applying real world observation and consistently testing can improve not only your digital experience, but how the interface needs to change and update and adapt as you begin to learn more about your customers. So in today's digital era of convenience, right? Some of the stumbling blocks for customers along the way is by giving too much clutter in the interface that is not necessary to be there. So really, really focus and tackle down on your interface and pay attention to, okay, if I'm a customer or as customers are using my platform, what needs to be there and what doesn't need to be there as they begin to browse through the catalog, as they begin to add things to the wish list, anything on a digital real estate on the screen, you need to remove that could be hindering the actual buying experience. And you want your bounce rate to go down down so pay attention so i would personally say remove things like your welcome page um, a study was done on, on, on some uh, shoppers found that 76 percent bounce rate on those welcome pages that come down asking for the location of a user and you know trying to geolocate them by location guys this is 2018 there are tools there are things that we can do where we don't need to do these kind of things so the things that brands and organizations need to pay attention to is the pain points in the customer journey. As they begin to map out before, during, and after the three stages of the customer journey, and obviously you can go further, but I'm simplifying it today by saying before the customer buys, while their cust the customer is buying, and after the customer has bought. If you break down your customer journey into those three just basic stages, and then you look at all of the steps before, all of the steps during the journey, and all of the steps after they have bought, and see, okay, are there any pain points? Are there any areas where customers are maybe not coming through or are they being hindered or blocked by something? For example, is there something in the shopping cart that's making them 
abandoned cart for example do i need to then now retarget those people and remind them hey you know you're about to buy this but you need to come back and finish the purchase or whatever it may be what along the shopping journey what along the customer journey could be hindering their shopping experience the second thing i want to look at is shipping as a key component when it comes into the ux and a recurring pain point for when it comes into shipping is that while even though shipping may not be like a like a uh, UX or digital experience challenge is still something that we need to pay attention to because consumers love free shipping and when you're increasing the cost of the shipping right 28% of shoppers abandon cart due to expect unexpected shipping costs so for me as a designer when I'm working with the brands that I've worked with in the past if they have actually not actually put the shipping costs up in the beginning I made it very plain to customers when customers then get through the purchase journey and realize oh what i thought i was going to buy for 90 pounds or 90 dollars has now increased to 110 or 120 it's an unexpected and even if the customer may have the money if it's a purchase that they actually impulse buying or buying and they know they don't really need it they could wait a bit longer because of the of the unexpected shipping costs it can make them abandon cart quicker. So you need to bring those costs up in the beginning or closer to the beginning of their journey. Make sure the shipping costs are made very plain and very clear and easy to find because this is a significant pain point. Do you know what I'm saying? And, you know, as a, a headache that Amazon has tackled brilliantly with its free shipping to prime benefit members. So because I'm a prime member, there's the free shipping, right? But in a sense, it's, it's hard to explain. What I mean is, Although I am paying a fee for the membership, the shipping is free irrespective of the amount of products I buy. But in the same time, if I don't buy that many products, then the shipping fee in a sense is covered because I'm paying the membership, all right? So it depends on what you're buying and how much you're buying. But if you can get people into the membership, like I was saying in the beginning, you can then cover some of your shipping costs and definitely pay, work with your financial teams to see how you can do that along the way. So the three takeaways I wanna give you on this section three is number one, identify the pain points in the customer journey, streamline the entire shopping experience from adding things to cart as all the way onto delivery. The second takeaway I wanna give you is that you wanna simplify the checkout process with easier forms, fewer screens and fewer steps. Fewer steps, definitely. And number three, make sure you have a shipping policy that is clear, beautiful and attractive. In other words, don't try and make it hard to find don't try and give people unexpected um, shipping costs. Make sure they can find their shipping policy really, really easy and understand that if there is a cost, they know what the cost is sooner rather than later. So what's some final things that I can leave you today, right? Everybody is able to do these changes, make these changes to their website. Everybody is able to update and make changes along the way. But... In this day and age, looking at how you know a company like Amazon is operating and looking at the big boys in your industry can really help you to see how you know digital customer behavior will begin to change. And improving the digital customer experience is core to you staying in this game of e-commerce, in this business of e-commerce for your brand. So I just wanna encourage you today that definitely you can do it. You can go out there, you can make the changes, you can go back to your team and see how can some of these suggestions really increase the shopping potential of my buyers, especially focus on those who are already or have already bought from you. I can't even stress this enough, guys. How do we make those who have bought from us, in a sense, become like evangelists of our brand? 
And this is something that we talk about a lot at Pixaloot and find ways that we can improve that along the way. So if you'd love to know more about what we do here at Pixaloot, just visit us at www.pixaloot.com. That's P-I-X-E-L-O-U-T-E, pixaloot.com. My name is Leif Wallace. I want to thank you for listening and paying attention today. Please share this to so many people as much as you can if you felt this has been of value to you then please share this with as much people as you can i want to thank you so much for listening to me today thank you so much for paying attention and i hope these tips have been simple and easily and actionable enough for you to make some changes to your site today thank you for listening to the digital customer podcast If you want to get even deeper with us and allow us to explore your e-commerce store and improve your customer experience even more, then visit us at www.pixaloop.com. You can also sign up to our newsletter to get the best e-commerce UX tips straight to your inbox. We love to speak to people who want to grow their business and we are definitely here to help. So if you want to come on a call with us, then visit us at pixaloot.com forward slash schedule dash call. That's pixaloot.com forward slash schedule dash call. In the meantime, we'd love it if you can subscribe, rate and review the show on iTunes so more people can learn how to improve their digital customer experience. Take care and we'll see you next time on the Digital Customer Podcast.